0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Spellcheck. My name is Spell Carr, and I hold a degree in business and economics from Hampton-Sydney College, uh, where I graduated in 2020 with honors and received distinction in economics. I work for Omnistar Financial Group in Wilmington, North Carolina, and this podcast will be released weekly and cover a variety of topics, including but not limited to market performance, significant financial events economic trends and analysis, and general news related to sports, politics, etc. I also want to include topics of interest that listeners present, so please reach out to me with ideas and questions. My email is spcarr, at omnistarfinancial.com, and I can be reached directly at 910 if I don't answer your call, just leave your name and a brief message and I'll sh- be sure to get back to you. 109876 Today, we're going to review the performance of the major indices last year and get everyone caught up on how the market is doing so far this year. Beyond this episode, there will be weekly performance reviews of the major indices, uh, and that won't include an annual review. Uh, That'll happen once a year. Then I'm going to check the Fed. And their sentiment as it relates to interest rate increases and what this might mean for our economy. So let's start with the Dow Jones Industrial Average and and look at the Dow Jones S&P 500 and the NASDAQ for last year and then this year. So the Dow Jones was down 8.78% in 2022. It began the year trading at $36,338 and ended the year at $33,147. The S&P 500 was down 19.44% in 2022. It began the year trading at $4,766 and ended the year trading at $3,839. The NASDAQ, Uh, on a percentage basis, had the worst year of the three major indices in 2022, being down 33.10%. It began the year trading at $15,644 and ended the year trading at $10,466. So far this year, um, the indices have had some up weeks and some down weeks, Uh, The Dow is actually relatively flat so far this year. And, again, we're through the ninth trading week of 2023. But year-to-date, the Dow is only up uh, 0.74%, 74 74 basis points. The S&P 500 has had a little bit better year than the Dow. It's up 5.37%. And the NASDAQ has had the best year of the three, Uh, major indices, and it's up 11.68%. All right, now on to the Fed, and a couple things that I'm monitoring closely. Chairman Jerome Powell's sentiment and the way in which he answers questions in the Fed meetings is something that I listen to uh, very carefully. Uh, I think that and I, I wrote about this in a, a market perspective that I put out last year, um, but following the Fed is, is very important and can provide a lot of information as it relates to interest rates, uh, obviously, uh, but also kind of inherent things that will, will couple anything that Chairman Powell says. So uh, the economy and the major indices and things things like that, uh, we, can, we can derive information from his sentiment and the, thing, and the way he answers questions. Um, so for instance, my primary takeaway from the February meeting was his continual reference to services X housing data. And uh, in, in, in normal terms, that is consumer price index data uh, that relates to services and it excludes any housing data. but Mr. Powell referenced this metric multiple times and said that it was stubbornly high, so I checked him on it, and he's right. Year over year, services minus housing data is up 7.71%. Remember, the target is 2% for inflation. The Fed's Fed's target uh, inflation rate is 2%. So 7.71% is obviously very high. If this is something the Fed is using to influence their decisions, and it is, considering the number of times it was referenced in his last last briefing, um, I feel confident in arguing that the Fed is going to raise interest rates well into the summer months. Uh, It's not breaking news to argue that there will be more rate hikes, uh, but it is uh, a little more controversial or up in the air um, to say that that rate hikes will continue well into the summer months and I'm of that belief. <clears throat> the other it, the other things that I'm looking at monitoring closely uh, that, well the second the second point I'm going to make is related to consumer spending. so, The data released for consumer spending was a little over a week ago, and it supports my hypothesis that rate hikes will continue into the summer months. Reason being is plain and simple. Consumers are spending. When we look at PCE, personal consumption expenditures, uh, or more commonly known to or referred to as consumer spending, there was a cooling of the metric through October, November, and December of 2022, but the index jumped higher in January. Uh, It was up 1.8% month over month. In fact, there hasn't been a jump like that on a percent change basis since March of 2021. Since 1960, consumer spending has averaged 6.6% on a percent change from a year ago basis. PCE averaged 7.42%. From 1960 to 2007, that's in line with levels today. Listen carefully to that date range: 1960 to 2007. the The Great Recession occurred in 2007, 2008. Uh, and what concerns me is that post financial crisis change in PCE. Uh, So there was a decade from 2010 to 2020, consumer spending was significantly lower than the previous 50 years, coming in at 3.3%. What does all this mean? What is the argument that I'm trying to make? What is the point I'm trying to get across? In short, people are trying to afford lifestyles they haven't attempted to afford in well over a decade. I wouldn't make this argument and not provide additional supporting evidence, uh, and I'll get into those. There, there are two other things that I want to talk about, uh, third and fourth metrics that I'm watching closely. But I have I have the PCE graph in front of me from dating back to the 60s, or the, the data goes back to the 60s, and there is a a noticeable change that occurs post-Great Recession. I mean, we're talking about a 3% decrease in consumer spending from historical, the, the 1960 to 2007 average of 6.6 to 3.3% through uh, 2010 through 2020. That is, that is significant because now we're back at levels that, Preceded, great Re- the Great Recession. So let me let me give a couple more. Let me get into my third and fourth metrics that I'm watching closely and and try to uh, summarize my argument <clears throat> or the points I'm trying to make. So the third and fourth metrics are the personal savings rate and personal savings. is uh, I consider those one metric, and then consumer credit. So as I just mentioned, consumer spending is up. We see this in the data. Because spending is up, savings are down. Spending and saving are inversely related. I've positioned the personal savings rate on a graph that models consumer credit. And consumer credit, by the way, has not been at the, the level that it is since the mid90s on a percent change from a year ago basis. So let's summarize. We are seeing consumers live lifestyles that preceded the Great Recession. And you might say, well, Spell, there were far more factors at play in 2008. You can't make that argument based on a few statistics that relate to that time. And correct, you are. But there are other factors at play today that weren't around in 2008. And I don't want to get into those because my, I don't want the episode to go too long, but I'll talk about those in, in future episodes. But data is a powerful tool and should be used to tell stories more often. Revolving credit has not been higher than the savings rate, again, on a percent change from a year ago basis, since 2008. These data metrics haven't inverted since 2008, and they have inverted in a much more drastic fashion this time around. That's my argument. Why am I saying all of this? What is the point that I'm trying to get across to my listeners? One, I think the the economy through 2023 is going to be bumpy. I, I feel confident in saying that, and I'm I'm not sure that we've seen a low in, in the markets. Um, there, there are a lot of outside factors at play, and again, I'm not going to get into all of those. Uh, but, but there are things that con- are concerning. The other thing is people are spending money that they don't have. Credit is high. Savings are low. That means that people are trying to, af- again, people are trying to afford lifestyles that they're not used to affording, and we see that in the data. So my, my encouragement to my listeners my recommendation to my listeners is rather simple. Be conscious of what you're spending and be conscious of what you're saving. Think about what you're spending and think about what you're saving and then relate those things to your goals, your financial goals, your life goals, and and check yourself. Are you spending too much? Do you really need to leverage yourself and go to the bank to, to get money to afford things that you may or may not need. Ensure that you're saving appropriately. If you haven't discussed with, with a financial professional uh, your financial house and your financial situation, I recommend you do so because we are going into a time that is going to be rather volatile, and having a plan to navigate volatility is essential and it's a very wise thing to do. So if you have any questions about the message that I presented today or any of the data, I'd love to talk to you about it. Uh, You may reach out. I gave my contact information at the beginning of the episode um, and I'm looking forward to doing this weekly series, this weekly podcast. I'm enjoying this one and I, I look forward to future episodes. If you have ideas, reach out to me. Um, and until next time, this has been your your spell check for the week. Thanks so much. This podcast is a publication of OmniStar Financial Group. The content is developed from sources believed to be reliable and accurate. With all information, the information in this material is not intended as tax or legal advice. And may not be used for the purpose of avoiding any federal tax penalties. Please consult legal or tax professionals for specific information regarding your individual situation. The opinions expressed and material provided are for general information and should not be considered a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or service provided by Omnistar. All expressions of opinion reflect that of the authors and are subject to change. Any distribution, use, or copying of this podcast other than the intended recipients is prohibited.